Hello, welcome. We are back with the Parent Choice Podcast. We are all about schools, school led by parents for the kids. We are powered by HIN, Homeschooler Education Network, and the mission of HIN is to empower parents to take on the role of educating their children by supporting them with knowledge, services, and resources needed to confidently start, stabilize, and sustain their homeschool. I am your co-host, Kristen McAfee, and my mom is here with me, Rhonda McAfee. Hey, hey. We host this podcast together. We are both passionate about education and really helping to build the family. And we jump on this podcast to share food for thought, just talk about different um, methods, philosophies, ways that we as educators, as parents can go about teaching students and also inviting you to come on this journey of faith with us as we jump into the driver's seat of our child's education. My mom homeschooled me and my two other siblings very successfully, and she wanted to share a lot of what she had learned with other families. And I've spent my time as a public school teacher for the past seven years, and I absolutely loved it, but felt a call to reach out and connect with families in a different way regarding education. And so we are here just sharing our story, our journey, our experiences, and we are thrilled that you are here with us continuing our topic of math. So mom, can you tell us what our focus topic is and jump us into that conversation? I sure can, Kristen. Thank you so much for Uh, beautiful introduction. Now let's do this. Okay, so the question for this podcast is why does math intimidate most parents? Why are so many parents intimidated by math? I think today we can agree that there's a different reason when we talk, like in our last podcast, we talked about old math and new math that's being taught today in the public schools. so when we think about why, let's talk first about why even when the schools were doing old math, the math that I'm familiar with learning and um, possibly you are too, you know, being taught in school, why does that intimidate a, a lot of parents? And, and my reason for that, why I used to um, tutor, I used to tutor in um in college just to make some extra money i was a a math tutor and i tutored algebra and a lot of the students that came to me to be tutored were majoring in maybe education or majoring in um um liberal arts um and they needed to pass college algebra because that was just a requirement of the university or the um, community college that you have to take college algebra. Well, they were struggling with college algebra and had, you know, just, and so I had to go in there and just help them to work through And You know what? You always have to go all the way back. So and find true. out. You have to go all the way back and find out where was that faulty, um, that faulty foundation. What about math did this student miss in their um, grade school years, okay? Yeah. And what was missed in in even their junior high years when they first started learning pre-algebra? What, where was that, you know? And if I could get them, if we could get back to there, then we could 
um, I can have, a, there was a way to help that student. Um, and so you hear it sometimes, especially being a homeschool mom and love, I love math. So many of my um, peers that were homeschoolers as well, they would say, and I hate math. I hate math. And, it, and it's not that a person really, really hates math. What they hate is that they don't understand math. And That's we as human beings have a tendency of just saying that we hate something that we don't have a comprehension of. Yeah, that's so true. So the answer to this question would be, why does, would be to the question of why does math intimidate most parents? It's because there's something missing. There's a concept that wasn't understood uh, when you were growing up. And, but you know that now that you're older, to go back and learn that is not as challenging as you may think. It just takes some time to do it, and then you'll quickly, you know, patch that up, get it, get learn it, and then you can take it with you. Math builds. It's kind of like we mentioned last time. Kristen mentioned it. It's like building a house. House learning math, learning um, is like building a sturdy math. I mean, sorry, sturdy foundation. Uh, yeah. So in order to build a sturdy building, you have to have several floors you have a foundation like Kristen just mentioned but then you got to build uh, 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 the first level has to be sturdy right in order to hold the second level right has yeah. to be sturdy. in order to hold the third level and however tall or high this building actually is it's it's, it's if it's going to be a building that's going to stand and be sturdy for many many years it's going to have to have all the floors have to be sturdy. Same thing with math, with math, learning math. Each new concept taught is built upon the understanding or the mastering of the previous concept, right? Right. Okay. That's so, so good. That's what we need. So I, again, I would say is why is it intimidating to parents? Because something they missed in their early years of learning math. So Kristen, why is math intimidating to most parents when you think about the new way math is taught in the, in the public schools? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, and I feel like it is um, the same thing, you know, intimidated because parents are missing what the teachers are teaching. <laughs> they're not there yeah. for the lesson. And so then when their um, child comes home with the homework and the homework has an example, perhaps sometimes it doesn't even have that. But if it has an example and as a parent, you're looking at the example and you're like, what in the world? Like, why would you do it like that? Like, <laughs> why don't you just do it like this? And then you get pushback from, the child saying, no, like we did it in class like this. Like my teacher said we had to do it this way or, you know, whatever, depending on your student, um, they might fight you on that. They might kind of um, question you and say like, no, I don't want to do it that way. Or, or you might get frustrated and be like, just do it like this. And then you're doing it, most of it. And your, right. your student is like, oh, well, okay. <laughs> like, I don't know what you did because I didn't learn that way because we were learning a different way in class, but I'm just happy my homework's done and great. Can I go play? And they haven't practiced it um, independently like we hope 
um, homework is, you know, practice for independence and, you know, really solidifying a certain skill. And it's a lose-lose for everyone. And so um, a lot of times with the new math, even for me as a teacher, um, they, they present, you know, different ways to solve a certain problem. And sometimes, most times it's like, okay, I see what they did there. They're trying to show kids X, Y, Z, get it. Okay, I can teach that, fine. Other times I'm just like maybe how a parent might feel when they're looking at it and they're like, how did they get that? Like, how is this any easier than doing it this way? Or why didn't they just stick to this? And um, I remember just a few times, you know, just sometimes just putting up an example and hoping that maybe one of my students, one thing I tried to do as a teacher was I didn't present myself as someone who knew everything all the time. Like, I don't. Well, and that's I good. that's so good. Yeah, I, I learn. And a lot of times my students were teaching me things and telling me things about their family or about things that they were interested in, interested in. And it was like, this is great. I'm learning. And they would see me get excited about learning, uh, realizing that making mistakes, that's not a bad thing. It depends on what you do with the mistake. And actually seeing that modeled as a teacher was just, I think, such a powerful message. And so I would just ask and say, you guys, I'm having trouble seeing how this, how they got to this. Does anyone kind of feel like they can explain that or understand how, you know, whatever. And occasionally I'll have a student that says, oh, I think I can explain it. And I would encourage that. I'd get them up in front of the class and have them explain it. Such a confidence boost for them. Such a great example in the classroom of like, oh yeah, my teacher cares. My teacher uh, sees us and listens to us and things like that. So a, another kid might get the courage to raise their hand and get up and share and explain something as well. And that's such a good skill to practice at a young age. And so depending on whether their explanation was actually clear or not, I would say, okay, well, if you if you guys are getting that and understand that, cool, do it this way. But yesterday we learned another way to do that, do this type of problem. So if you want to solve it this way, that's fine with me as well. Just remember to show your work. Be able to explain to me how it's being worked out in your brain. And a lot of the kids were able to be successful doing that. Yeah. So I, that's what I would say. As a parent in the new math world, um, I get the frustration. I can totally validate that and empathize with that because sometimes it is just crazy. And I don't see it until someone else maybe shows it to me or I go to another teacher and I say, hey, how how did they get this? And they might say, oh, they're just doing this and this and this. And having them kind of run through it, run over it with me, just kind of puts that light bulb on. And I think that's what um, parents, sometimes they just, need, they just need that light bulb turned on. And so this yeah. book from the last podcast I mentioned, the partnering with parents in elementary school math, really emphasize the importance that educators and uh, math coaches um, should really focus on is, hey, are you helping your parents to kind of get a better understanding of the things that we're covering and teaching in math? Like, are you using language that they're familiar with? Are you providing examples? Are you giving them a heads up? So in case they are wanting to be those four core ones of parents, helpful, intelligent, confident and familiar within the subject of math, sometimes they just need a little heads up. They need kind of a, a quick 
summary of like, hey, this is what we're doing. This is an example. Here's a couple of videos you can access if you need someone to run through it so that when your kid comes home with homework, it's not going to be like, what in the world? Like you actually have the tools and resources you need to be that help if your student does need it at home. And I, I agree with that, Kristen, because, you know, you, when you think about just early, um, you know, early math, you have like a first grader, second, third grader, a, a parent have always felt like, okay, I feel pretty confident in knowing just basic arithmetic. Yes. I, as, no, you don't even have to memorize it yourself. You just have to have the answer, right? You just have to, uh, but when you cannot help your young child that just again like you said it makes you feel helpless it's like you you're not intelligent so shots of the ego yeah it sure does and you don't have any confidence you're not familiar with it because we all understand that a parent when a child gets to algebra pre-algebra geometry or trigonometry you know we know that as a whole most parents can't help a child at that level but yeah to be able to help a little child like I said, first, second, third grader, we get to not feel competent. Is it just it's, it's a just a bad feeling? Yeah. So that to be able to connect, so parents, you possibly have to reach out to your to your child's um, teacher to say, well, when can we just learn how to learn this new math? How can we? Somebody has to initiate that, uh, whether if it's not initiated in your school, maybe you can initiate it if your kids are in public school. Yeah, I think that's a great suggestion because sometimes teachers, honestly, with all the things they have to do, if, if partnering with their parents on, you know, lots of things, but specifically math, it may not be the first thing on their mind. And so it's not like they don't want to help. It's not like they don't want to provide. But if you can even specifically say, hey, is there like a, a little video or something that I can watch ahead of time to um, be able to, you know, get prepared if my student comes home and needs some help, or I've been noticing my kid is struggling with this particular topic, I want to really be able to help them go over how, um, you know, they're going over lessons in class. Are there videos or a PowerPoint or something um, from class that you can give me right. that can help me. Right. Um, and you'll be surprised and you can even research it yourself. YouTube is incredible. There is so much. If you type in even the um, curriculum and a certain lesson, you may be fortunate enough to find um, a teacher or some program or something that has created videos um, to equip parents and even teachers on just different ways that they can explain a certain topic. And so um, YouTube is also a great resource um, if you're not able to get much help from your teacher. Or, you know, unfortunately, if that is the case, you can access that resource as well. So anyways. Well, looks like, looks like we're at the We end are of out of time. Our podcast. And, and um, I really enjoy this conversation and it's been very enlightening for me um, being familiar with the old math um yeah i agree teacher yeah. yeah and for me being more familiar like i learned the way my mom taught me her being very specific about the curriculum and things that we are introduced to but it's a whole new world as an educator working with common core math which a lot of parents are 
um, having to familiarize themselves with now. And so this has been a great conversation. I agree. I've really enjoyed it. So we'll have one more, one more um, podcast on this topic, math. So we want you to join us as we, um, as we go. We want you to remember you know what? We did it again, Kristen. We forgot. Let's give our um, our website. Yes. Let's start with the website. The website is hen4forparents.org. And our email address is info, I-N-F-O, at hen, H-E-N, 4forparents.org. And you can follow us on Instagram, stay in the loop on different podcast topics, um, Direct message us if that's easy for you. I know a lot of parents are on Instagram and get connected um, and learn a lot on that platform. So make sure you're following us at HEN, H-E-N, the number four parents. We'd love to have your um, involvement, your connection, and your encouragement and support as we continue to help families. And like we always say at the very end, we always want to remember to make make learning learning. Fun. So thank you so much. We'll see you later.